What an NFL weekend we have set up. Playoff spots pretty much all still open except for the one seed, which we know that Kansas City has. And wait, what? You still have fantasy football left to play? God, take a step into this century and end your league after week 16. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott Yo. and Secret Agent Tom. Hey, everybody. Is on secret assignment. Yes. Where is he? We can't tell you. He we, can't tell us. You guys have been through this before. Yeah. He's covert ops. Yeah. He gets the call and he goes. Yep. And we don't ask questions. Bond, we need you. Hillier, we need you. That's how it goes. Yeah, that's pretty much it. We don't even know if that's his real name. Just happy to have him when he's here. Yeah. Happy to have some championship hardware between oh the two of us. Oh my God, Stefan Diggs. Let's just get it. I out made of the it way. a minute into the episode without beginning to gush over Stefan Diggs. I, it honestly felt too long. I thought you were going to interrupt me in the cold open. 21.6 felt like nothing. Felt like a walk in the park. Yeah. Don, I turned the game off and I could not believe that I had the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Nine for 145 and three touchdowns in three quarters, essentially. Yeah. Um, not only what a game, but what a season Diggs has turned in. We're going to be going through uh, our awards coming up soon. And best draft value, I think, it's Stefan Diggs, who went at a fifth or sixth round ADP. Yeah. He's got 1,400 yards. Shout out to our guy, Pete Kennedy, pointed that out to us on Twitter. And, Scott, you could not have agreed more, and you could not have agreed faster. Yes. To anything. Well, you can tell you can tell Pete's a longtime listener, like you said. Shout out, Pete, because he knows, right? Yeah. He can he knows a draft value now when he sees one. So, mm-hmm. Pete, it's nice to see you uh, coming along and learning yeah. along with us as we go. Pete Kennedy, reigning Super Bowl prop at pool champion. That's right. And uh, I was going to mention this to you before. I, I've already begun working on this year's Super Bowl prop at pool. Good, good. We need a good one. We need a nice distraction yeah. this year. There's a, there's a, a couple questions a that were updated for. Uh, 2020 purposes good that i think are going to hit very well does a coach uh, get filmed without a mask on has to be a question i uh, will we'll throw that in there that's not <laughs> one that's in there but that's that's really really good that's really good all right speaking of really good yes, the football this will. weekend <laughs> for sure 100 yeah, that's a yes like we should think about something else uh, involving masks but um so let's talk about the football we do have a really good slate we do uh still have fantasy leagues that end in week 17 and especially if they're going to go to a week an 18 week 17 game nfl season like you got to think about like how are fantasy football leagues going to manage that yeah for sure like i'm still thinking and with the extended playoffs like these teams are going to be playing meaningful games later into the season especially when you add an extra game because you see how many teams are are trickling in at the back end here they had an extra game against an easier team you can even see more teams in the mix here Um, you know, a team like Minnesota or, you know, a team that's like kind of on the cusp eliminated now a team like like Las Vegas. You know, if they played a team that was a little worse off, they might not be making the playoffs this week, but they'll be a lot closer next year. Yeah. Which means they'll be playing more meaningful games later into the season, which is the goal for the NFL in this. And I think overall, maybe maybe you do play in the week 17 in fantasy football. Give yourself a 14 week regular season. Yeah. And uh, handle it like that. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, 
So we're going to be talking about playoff. Uh, this is my episode to shine. I love this. This is, yeah. I get to analyze. It was, a, it was a, actually a something. really good episode for Tom to go covert ops because he, he stopped giving a going, shit. <laughs> and he would have just been like, I don't care. Right. I don't care. I don't care. Right. Like it would have been like a record skipping the entire episode. He would have sounded like a pissed off teenager. What else is new? Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. So let's go through the, uh, these first games again. Every game on Sunday. So there's no game tonight or Saturday or Friday or whatever. Uh, nice. First game on the slate, Falcons, Buccaneers. These team play, teams played a couple weeks ago. Uh, the Bucks had to come back from 17 points down. And you know the drill at this point. The Falcons defense is not the world beaters that they once were, although they did give a nice run for their money against the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes still had a great day, 20 points. This was a shootout last time, too, it was, if, yeah. you, if you do remember. Um so I could see a, I could see points being scored. That Bucks offense is looking good right now. It certainly is. That's why I have my pay up in this game. There's a big story hey, you with that. And there was a big story that came out on ESPN.com about Mike Evans this week and about how, you know, he's the sacrifices that he's made, maybe more than anybody on the Bucks organization to kind of make this whole Tom Brady, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski experiment work. Mentioned a lot that uh Evans really wasn't playing at full strength for a big part of the season. Yeah. Might explain why he was the, essentially their goal line back who they target in the red zone, but not so much down the field. Well, guess what? Mike Evans needs 40 yards to become the first NFL wide receiver to have a thousand yards in his first seven seasons. As of right now, he's one of only two Mike Evans and Randy Moss, the only two receivers to have a thousand yards in their first six seasons. Mike Evans can be the first to do it in seven I think he gets it. I think he's got he's playing against the defense that will allow him to do it. He's healthiest. The Bucks have something to play for here. They're currently the four seed. They could slip to the seven. Or no, sorry. They could slip to they're currently the five. Ugh, sorry, that was ugly. They they are the currently the five, and they they're gonna play the NFC East champion. That's a huge right. upside for any other team playing in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. In, in this first week, if you, if they don't get a bye, which they can't get, New Orleans already clinched the division. If they lose and the Rams win, the Rams beat the Bucks, so they'd have the tiebreaker. The Rams would jump into the five. The Bucks would then be the six. They'd play either New Orleans again, or I think it would be um, it would be the Seahawks, Packers, or Saints, which are, however, and we'll talk about those guys. So the Bucks have something to play for here. Yeah, for are sure. Are they going to play their guys the entire game? I don't know, but they are definitely going to play enough. They to might get be Mike scoreboard watching and potentially a touchdown. They might be scoreboard watching and like halfway through the game, they take out their guys. The Falcons got to have a lot of quit in them, but I like that you brought up Evans because this is a week where uh, if you're playing in a championship, you put an onus on a guy, maybe playing for an incentive. Yeah. A guy going to get to a thousand yards, a guy who, you know, maybe if you hear a guy who gets a, a bonus at a certain amount of catches or a certain amount of yards, or a certain amount of touchdowns, this is the week where, where guys might chase that in a meaningless oh, game. Yeah. And then you can kind of take advantage of that as well. So pay attention to those types of things as they pop up. Unfortunately, I don't know much contract language. They don't they don't really CC me on those on the no. deals. So uh, I can't really point them out for you. I have to keep your ear to the ground on those. You have to keep your ear to the ground and your eyes on Adam Schefter's Twitter account. He loves tweeting that stuff out right. on the morning of week 17. Cowboys, Giants, you know the drill with this one. Whoever wins this game, if Washington loses, they the pay get ups rolling, beat. baby. <laughs> Who gives a hey, shit about the playoffs? Who cares about the playoffs, right, Tom? 
I'm going. I'm paying up for Zeke. Uh, he looked great last week. Best game all year. This is a game that the Cowboys desperately need. You look at you look at who's run against the Giants recently. Gus Bus, J.K. Dobbins, both do their damage. Uh, last week, obviously, the Ravens are a good running team, but so are the Cowboys. You know, they, they've they've had their ups and downs throughout the year, but over the last two weeks, mm-hmm. they've had two running backs go for a hundred total yards, right? So, so that's a pretty good sign. And Tony Pollard being one against the 49ers, which was a, a really tough matchup, and then Zeke last week against the Eagles, which is normally a tough matchup against a run as well. So, I really like Zeke this week, especially when you when you look over on the document, you scroll your eyes over and you see that he's only sixty five hundred on. FanDuel and 6,400 on DraftKings. It's a guy who get 20, 30 touches in a game that they need. It doesn't make any sense why he's that cheap. He's also, don't forget, he's running to save his job from Tony Pollard because Zeke misses that one game. I think it was week 15. Tony Pollard goes absolutely ballistic without Zeke him. was like, I'm coming back. I kind of need to come back if I'm going to be continued. I'm coming back and I'm having a good game. (laughs) Don't don't get it twisted. We actually have a stream in this one as well. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. Andy? You know I love that Cowboys defense, Tom. Oh, okay. I think I'm the the biggest fan of the Cowboys defense in in the whole fantasy football community. Uh, If you look at their past couple games, though, they've actually been performing pretty well. Uh, They did well against the 49ers thanks to a C.D. Lamb onside return. Uh, They actually did pretty well turning over Jalen Hurts three times last week. Mm -hmm. And even the week before that, I believe they played pretty well. And now they get the Giants, who they actually scored a touchdown against earlier in the season. And you know how Daniel Jones can just be an absolute walking turnover. Uh, He certainly is. He was born turned over. (laughs) You know, I mean, the, the, the... you're never gonna make you're never gonna make me unhappy by playing the defense or start talking about the defense that the New York Giants are playing. It's just it's just such an easy one, especially with Daniel Jones at quarterback. I, this game is so interesting because like you have this one, and you, you, whoever the winner is, they then have to wait through the entire four o'clock slate and the Sunday night game to see if that win means anything yeah no kidding that's so it's stressful as hell weird feeling in that locker room whoever emerges victorious like, oh we won yeah, yeah we're right. officially better than the other crap team we played this week <laughs> and that's about it yep jets patriots the jets are locked into the t- second overall pick in the draft patriots may be looking to improve their draft Let's stay in the stream here oh boy come on in boys the water is fine both defenses yeah, I think both defenses. I put the Jets on here, but I think you could easily get away with playing both. Yeah. Uh, who was it? Bill Belichick dropping a subtle hint that maybe Jarrett Stidham starts in this game. Uh, Bring because, it on, because he's not better than Cam. He's certainly not. You know, I know that Cam's been horrible this year, and, and Cam will be the first one to tell you that, I think. But he's also second in NFL history in rushing touchdowns by a quarterback. So, you know, you're not, I don't think you're going to just get that from Jared Stidham. And if he was that much better of a thrower, he would have been in weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. So, so I think that the jets are, I think the jets are in position to get their third win of the season. I think so too, because here's (laughs) the thing. And everybody was talking about this. Like could Belichick lose on purpose to the jets to ensure that they don't get this first overall pick, which they won't by the way. Yep. It's a um, lot. The, the Jags are officially locked in. So yeah, this I mean, game actually is just gonna, this is going to be a weird game. 
Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. Definitely. Right? It's just got stink all over it. The Jets' defense has actually even been playing kind of well. And you mix that in with, you know, Belichick just knowing how the Jets operate forever. Yeah. And uh, this is going to be an ugly one. I'll take the I'll take the Jets 16-10. Jets under? Yeah, Jets and under is a, is a, is a nice parlay. All right. Uh, Vikings Lions. This is my stinker of the week. So we got back to back stinkers on wow, this one. Wow, you got this one as a stinker? Hell yes. Yeah, I'm... All right, I'll see you guys there. Stafford may not start for the Lions. Dalvin Cook's not playing. Right, but in I mean, that, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are going to gain however in many that yards comes they want. Lot, I think a lot of opportunity where I find a scroll down here. Okay. I got I got scroll downs. I got streams on this game, and I'm just loading out. the The Lions were so bad last week, like yeah. like nuclear bad, disgustingly bad. Nowhere to go but up, Scotty. Uh, Tom Brady played one half and he thirty burgered, and then they just said, "All right, we're good." At halftime, mm-hmm. have you ever seen a team pull their guys at half in an NFL game? No, that's I just mean, high end. If they're if they're actually play, to, they were still playing, the, the Bucks were still playing for something, you know, like yeah. there was they needed to win that game Not to help their their playoff standing. That's what I mean. And they knew at halftime that it was over. Uh, my scroll down, and once I finally get to it, I'm going with Mike Boone here. I'm actually not going with Alexander Madison, who had his chance against the Falcons and fell flat on his face earlier this year. Mike Boone got the goal line carry last week, and he scored it backing up for Dalvin Cook in a in, you know a breather roll. He gets a four yard touchdown. Like I said, Madison um, underwhelmed. Maybe Boone sees a split like we started to see at the back end of last year. If you remember when Mike Boone mm-hmm. was started in week 16 all over and, and did kind well. of, yeah, I think it was leading up. I think he kind of flopped in 16, but did well in like 14, 15. But the point remains that he's going to have a chance here, I think. And this is week. This is Detroit. Yeah. This matchup's amazing. This is what week 17 championships are made for. Right here, yeah. Mike, Boone Mike Boone getting you two rushing touchdowns in a meaningless game How for fun. both teams. How fun. <laughs> Steelers-Browns. You know, if the Steelers didn't make that comeback in the, against the Colts in the second half, Mike this Boone, game 46, probably... 4,600 FanDuel, 4,000 DraftKings. Nice so job. Steelers don't don't come back and beat the Colts oh, in the second half. And you didn't even let me get my streams in. Go ahead. Like, what, do you just not even care about them? you just like, whatever, these, these ones are dumb? You don't like them? I you, mean, you don't like this stream stack? Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. Whoops. What That's what Don thinks about it. I hit the wrong one. What are you doing, Kirk and Kyle Rudolph? <laughs> <laughs> I hit the wrong one again. Jesus. You got, you got me Thank flustered. God we stopped for this. <laughs> you got me flustered. Here we are. Come on in, boys. The water's fine. Oh, man. Go ahead. You can tell we're uh, really taking this week super seriously. Um, yeah, we're done. Uh, I, yeah, but I'm stacking the stream. You know, Kirk and Kirk and Irv Smith Jr. Uh, Kirk against Detroit without a running back. Maybe he throws a little bit on more. On the road, though. Like you said, on the road. But he did throw down 25 last week against the Saints on the road. Fair so, enough. So I'm happy with that. It's in a dome, so maybe he still has that hometown feel. And he and he goes out there and he throws a couple more touchdowns to Irv Smith. Kirk's 57% on Yahoo, 41 on ESPN. Irv Smith, fifteen percent Yahoo, nine ESPN. So if you're if you're still playing, they're both out there. No place like dome. All right, Don, get to your other game now. Steelers Browns. This game, if the Steelers lost last week, this would have been for the AFC North crown. There was a scenario where if the Steelers lost to the Colts and the Browns lost last week, which they did, uh, the Browns could lose this game and not make the playoffs. That is still the case. We have already heard from Mike Tomlin that. Um, Ben Roethlisberger will not play. And because of that, I am shutting down 
any Steelers skill position player that is not named Juju Smith-Schuster. Shut it down! Reason for that is we know that Juju has had the knack to go absolutely nuclear in Week 17. With a backup quarterback. He's done it plenty of times before, so I can't put the hate on him for that. You know, so who knows? Could he be TikTok dancing in the end zone? We'll see. Not on the logo before the game, though, damn it. I don't know, like... They should have just started penalizing him, and he would have stopped immediately. Well, like literally, once they asked Mike Tomlin about it, he stopped. I think. Yeah. I think that that's what it was. Mike Tomlin. Like, I'm gonna pretend. Mike Tomlin's like, I don't this. care. But once they bring it up to me, it you stops. To, yeah, that's absolutely what it was. Yeah. It's like as soon as they start talking, like, I'm gonna pretend I don't know what's going on, and as soon as they point it out to me, you have to stop. You put this to bed, yep. and, and we move on. Yeah. Um. So Ben's not gonna play. That puts pretty much anybody on their offense and defense who was in Pro Bowl consideration on track to either not play the entire game right. or miss it entirely. So, you know, you're, you're really rolling with crooked dice. Yeah, with it, the and this kind of goes like a, with the conflicting view of what uh, Shanahan did with Kittle, right? He's yeah. like, how do I look my other players in the eye and say, George Kittle is healthy enough to play, but he doesn't have to play and all of you do. And I, I just, I, I kind of really, I like that a lot. And I'd like Mike Tomlin a lot. So, so he has his reasons. And I think Ben has garnered that respect, but it's just interesting to see. I bet, I bet these other guys late, you're going to find out later in the week. It wouldn't surprise me if, if you're TJ Watt and, and your, and your higher end guys, Cam Hayward, you know, they, they lost Bud Dupree, you yeah. know, and, and they can't lose TJ Watt. No, they can't. He's more, he's almost as important as big Ben. Yeah. Almost as important as Deontay Johnson, my beloved. <laughs> He might be but, able to catch better than Deontay Johnson. He's got a couple picks this year. <laughs> not, not quicker, though. No, no. Uh, for the Browns, I, I think you can maybe roll out Rashard Higgins in this one. You're obviously going to start Landry because the, the desperation is going to get real uh, as this week rolls on. Yeah. But I think Rashard Higgins, you know, as a as a big play guy uh, for a, playing for a team that has to win to get in. And yeah. He's not resting anybody. He's been good, but it's risky. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. All right, the next game is another AFC North matchup. Ravens, Bengals, Bengals, nothing to play for. Ravens need a win and help, or uh, to get in, or do, are they in? I think they're as in. It the stands Colts are right out now, right now. I think as it stands right now, they're yeah. in. Yeah. So Bengals are winning in. So the Bengals are winning in. Yeah, the Bengals are winning in. <laughs> Bengals are winning in probably to pick the three, four consideration. Pick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ravens are winning in to right. the playoffs, which is more important. Could do some scoreboard watching. Speaking of the Ravens, you got a plum pick here. I do. I can feel it down in my plums. Apologies to J.K. Dobbins investors. You were so close now that Mark Ingram has been a healthy scratch the last two weeks. I really thought J.K. Dobbins was going to take over this backfield. And Gus Edwards just won't let him. I mean, but but Dobbins has done plenty, you know. And so has Gus, and that's the point. You can absolutely roll Gus out there in your dailies, in your in your, you know. Your redraft leagues, Gus is, I'm looking it up right now, 6,100 FanDuel, 4,900 DraftKings. I like that price. The 4,900 on DraftKings, he doesn't catch the ball that much. Neither does J.K. Dobbins, though, uh, just because of the limited amount of throwing. But Gus gets a lot of looks in the red zone. 
Yeah, not a lot of uh, yards last week. But speaking of red zone, Hollywood Brown scores a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, and he gets the Bengals this week, who just got thrown all over. I understand it's Watson, but Lamar does well against the Bengals. He's had some pretty epic games yep. throughout his career against them. And I think I would be interested in getting any, anything around him in in this game. You know, yep. Gus Bus included, because he has a good uh, goal line and red zone usage. But also Hollywood Brown maybe sneaking in there for a deep ball. From big trust to the Gus bus. <laughs> no kidding. That's a nice, a nice transition for yeah. him. T. Higgins looks uh, looks awesome yeah. of, of recent. Yeah, I think you could start him. I mean, and there's like the Bengals got to know that A.J. Ground, Green's out. Yeah, they should just at the end of this year. Like, this it's probably best for him and them if he doesn't play this week. So, you know, you could convince me to start T. Higgins in a lot of places. Agreed. Because Boyd is still dealing with a concussion. I, I, it seems like he's going to play with these questions. Oh, right yes. Now. Okay. Yeah. Dolphins, Bills, Dolphins have to win it, win and they're in. The Bills can win, need a win to lock up the two seed, which they would have over Pittsburgh thanks to a head to head win. Oh, we got a stream here. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. Um, I'm going with Dawson Knox. I mean, if you watch that game the other night, Ooh. he really made some impressive catches. You saw that one on the sideline that, that Belichick challenged, and then... Uh, and somebody told Belichick to challenge. Yeah, and then he whips the phone in anger. Uh, he, I think he came away pretty impressed, like we all did, though. It was a really nice toe tap. It was uh, a great phone toss, too. Leading up to that game, he had scored a touchdown in three straight, and I still think he got like four or five targets in this game. So you made the championship, and, and you have Travis Kelsey, who's not going to play in this game. Yep. You might be able to get away with Dawson Knox. Yeah, you got I I mean, it, it should have been so obvious that Belichick would know how to spike a phone after having Gronk on his team for nine years, <laughs> you know. So, all right, that'll get us to the four o'clock slate. This is a rematch of last year's week 17 classic came down to the final inch of grass last year. Seahawks 49ers Brandon Ayuk out of this game with an ankle injury. looks like George Kittle will suit up again. Looks like it'll be CJ Bethard again at quarterback for the Niners for the Seahawks. They can win, and if the Saints and Packers lose, they're the one seed. Wow. So they have something to play for. It's a long shot, but they have something to play for. Saints and C- Saints and Packers playing at four. They have to play for it, too. They got to get their offense going again. Yeah. This is not a team that when they start playing playoff teams are, are going to be able to rely on their defense. Yeah. And the running game hasn't been amazing this year. You know, Carson's grinded out some good games Hyde has actually hit a couple long runs here and there but it hasn't been overly spectacular like it has been in the past when they were leading the league in rushing yards early in the season they were blowing the doors off passing the ball but they haven't been able to protect protect Russell no. as well and it's and it's really changed their offense you're not seeing DK explode you're not seeing Tyler Lockett have these explosion type games I mean and they're they concern me going into the playoffs it just seems like DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett's route trees look like like the thing that Charlie Brown brought home for Christmas, <laughs> you know, like that's, that's what it looks like. It's just kind of drooping yeah. off at the, like what's going on. I, I do think that they're the kind of team that could get it together here. Oh, and it sure. could take, you know, one game where Russell starts to sling it a little bit. And, and then all of a sudden they go into next week with some momentum and they could really get yeah. rolling. But at this point, their offense looks a little stagnant. Seeing Russ with that Mamba edition Lakers Jersey, just saying like, Mama mentality is going to get us through. I'm just like, oh, shit. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully like, this that's... might be the Super Bowl run. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully on. it starts this week yeah. against the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of this division, a very a game filled with intrigue. If both starting quarterbacks were playing, it looks like we'll get one, which is awesome. 
Cardinals I, play the Rams. John Wolford starting for the Rams. I really wanted to put Wolford on the streaming radar, mm-hmm. but I couldn't. I couldn't do it. But I yeah. really, really wanted to. Arizona's defense is is beatable, and this is Sean. Mc, this is the test for Sean McVay. Like, are you a good coach? Are you really this this you know coach that has this? completely QB friendly scheme that a guy off essentially he's never played a snap in the NFL no. and he was undrafted. Mm-hmm. So a guy essentially off the street, he's been passed around the league in, in a couple other teams. I think he was even on the jets for a little yep. while, but uh, it, it's going to be so interesting. Is this guy going to come out here and be in an offense to, to get easy targets to Bob Woods, a guy who I'm actually shutting down this week as you should. Shut it down. Yeah. It's just, a, you, you can't trust him. He, he's no. been amazing. And you know, I, I you know, even injuries, with Cooper Cup out, injuries too. can happen any week. So you don't want to say, you know, week 17, but uh, is why this is shutdown happens, but it kind of is. Uh, but also, like you said, Cooper Cup out. So that who's might Patrick seem Peterson like a good covering? thing. No, Pat Pete will likely shadow <laughs> yeah. him. And if Pat Pete's not going to shadow him the whole game, they're going to have other coverages like lined yeah. up to just triple cover Bob Woods and yeah. make sure that Josh Reynolds doesn't beat yeah. me deep with John Wolford throwing yeah. the ball. And I think there's we'll no good. way the Cardinals are going to let Robert Woods beat them. Tomorrow. Yeah, Woods has it stinks too if you play in a 17 uh, week playoff because. Bob Woods has been so good for you. Yeah. He's brought you here, yep. especially through the middle of the season. He was he was white hot. He's a guy who, unfortunately, like I said, has kind of faded at the end. I hope it I hope it just lowers his draft stock yeah. because he was awesome, especially in full PPR. Yeah. Uh the Cardinals need a win and they need the Bears to lose to get into the playoffs. We'll talk more about the Bears. Rams are winning, they're in. Uh, but if okay. they lose. It's all of a sudden it gets dicey. Yeah, it gets real dicey for them. Uh, We move on. Jaguars playing the only team they beat. This is the first time that I can remember in a long time where two teams in a division played each other week one and then didn't play their second matchup until week 17. The Jags, their only win of the season came week one against the Colts. Can they do it again? I love need a win and help to get in. I love but hate your scroll down. Oh, yeah. I mean, I stole it from you last week. That's fine. So, um, it's Daria Gumbawale. He was great last he week. He was great man. last week, and he's going to be the back again. James Robinson, shut down. Get that man healthy. Get that man ready for 300 touches next year. Thank you for all you've given us, James Robinson, for an undrafted running back to average 100 scrimmage yards in a game where he had no offseason, barely any training camp. Negative what game scripts dude, every week. What that dude did was Herculean. Yes. Way to go, James. I'm glad Robinson, I was able to get one of the fantasy MVPs get him of the a, year. a title. Absolutely. He's the waiver wire hero of all time. Yeah. Besides one the, maybe Camara when he was a rookie, if you yeah. wanted to even qualify him. A lot of people drafted him then. Yeah, uh, people started drafting the news, him towards the end of that The year. news on the Jags came so late that yeah. he was going to be the starter that he wasn't James Robinson, there was no way he was drafted no. unless you drafted the day the NFL started or like two days before. Yep. I drafted him in an auction league uh, when I f- like, and I found out that day he was a starter. But the season started the next night, I believe. Right. So most people weren't in that position. Yeah. If I didn't already declare my love for Mike Evans as my pay up, I would have picked Jonathan Taylor. This is an absolute yeah. smash spot for him. About him and Eam Hines could get you some good stuff too. But man, Jonathan uh, Taylor is going to be fun to watch. Agumbo Wally, fifty six hundred on Fanduel, forty five on DraftKings. I don't know if yep. you mentioned I that. I did not. Um, and we'll head to the stream. Come on in, boys. 
the water is fine. Colts day. You brought up Jonathan Taylor. I mean, Colts day has been been owned. They've actually been one of the better fantasy defenses all year. But Whoops. I'm going with Phil. I mean, 41% on Yahoo. He's only 15% on ESPN. What? Yeah, and he's he's playing against the Jags. Phil has he's averaging point. two and a half touchdowns a game over the last six weeks. He's been playing well, and uh, I, I I could ride with him. I could easily ride with him in a Week 17 championship. I mean, yeah. Needed. Did everybody just hear what I just said? He's averaging two and a half touchdowns over the last six weeks. And he gets the Jags this one. It's over. That's it. Uh, All right, we move on. Titans, Texans. Titans need a win, and they're in. I believe it's win, and they get the division. They have a shot at the two if the Bills lose because the Titans beat the Bills. They also have a chance to be eliminated if things really don't go their way. So they're in a full-on... Derrick Henry playoff mode position and do you against remember, the Texans. Do you remember what Derrick Henry did to the Texans late last year? Uh, and did you I watch the Texans defense against Samaja Pirine and Gio <laughs> Bernard last week? Yeah. Because uh, they lost. I know J.J. Watt gave one hell of a post-game speech, but he's not all 11 yeah. guys on that defense. Sadly, he's just one guy. Sadly, words uh, can't fix everything. No. No. <laughs> Get J.J. Watt to a contender next year. That's yep. all I want. Would love to see that. Yeah. So uh, so play your Titans is what we're saying. Absolutely. And uh, it looks like Deshaun Watson not on the injury report, so I guess he's going to play. Yeah. So, I mean, he's obviously. He's gone 300 yards five of his last six games. He rules, man. He's Yeah, he's he's reached uh, the unmentionables. Like, he's a guy that yeah. we don't talk about on this podcast. He's going to be making chicken tenders out of chicken shit. <laughs> for the rest of his career in yeah. Houston. Hopefully, hopefully David Johnson and Brandon Cooks for my dynasty leagues. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All righty. Raiders Broncos. This game has absolutely no meaning. One of a few. <laughs> uh, neither team can make the playoffs. And the only thing that matters is fantasy points. If I'm John one. Gruden, Derek Carr plays the first quarter. Marcus Mariota plays the second quarter. And the guy who plays better in the in his quarter Gets plays the, the half. second half. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, I think you you maybe even give Mariota the full run. Like, why yeah. why not? You're not playing for anything. You know and, what you have in car at and this he point played, too. Like really well. I don't know. That's what I would do if I was a coach. But you know, I would like to. I would have gone in the whole week preparing with Mariota as a starter just to see what it feels like. Yeah. And then you go into next year having that in your back pocket and and being able to work with that. Yeah. So maybe they do do that. I, I doubt it. Um, in this game though, I mean, like a, a guy like Melvin Gordon, this just feels like a two touchdown game. For yeah, him. sure. Yeah, Drew Locke's kind of falling off a little bit, kind of proving that, you know, maybe the Broncos, who are going to have a top six pick, it looks like, could end up being in that quarterback sweepstakes Yeah, uh, come draft time in April. The Chargers and Chiefs do not need quarterbacks. Unfortunately, only one of these electric starters is going to play. It looks like uh, Justin yep. Herbert is going to be there. Patrick Mahomes will not. It's already announced that Chad Henney's going to be starting. So you better keep your eyes on practice reports involving Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins has has is has something. Lingering. Nobody's playing him. They're, really, they're bubble wrapping him. They're probably going to bubble wrap McCole Hardman, Demarcus Robinson. Like, who knows what this yeah, offense is going to look like? Playing those we guys, gave so. you Darrell Williams on Tuesday's episode. It looks like he's going to lead the backfield because if they're going to use Le'Veon Bell in the playoffs, they don't need to use him in Week 17 with the Chiefs already locking up the number one overall. Yeah, seed. I like Darrell Williams in this game, but I also like. Uh... I can feel. It. Down in my plums. I like uh, Mike Williams. Oh, yeah. This one. Uh, I don't think you play Cannon Allen if you're 
Chargers. I know no that's, reason to. That's pretty speculative out of me, but he hasn't played the past couple of weeks. There's nothing to play for, so maybe he maybe he does play in a limited role. But even if not, I'll take Mike Williams going deep against backup DBs all yeah. day. I bet he hits one. Yeah, it's, uh, 5,900. Uh, FanDuel only five thousand on DraftKings too, so I think on DraftKings he's an interesting play as well. Definitely. All righty, Packers Bears. This would have been my pick for Sunday night, although I kind of thought myself out of it as this episode's gone along, uh, because if the pack, if I think it's if the Saints lose, the Packers are guaranteed to get the one seed, whether no matter what happens to the Seahawks. But yeah. Packers, they win, they get the one seed in the NFC. They're obviously going to be playing for that. The Bears need a win to maintain the playoff spot that they currently hold. Right, yeah. Which is what a, crazy to say. And they, I mean, well, they had a, what's so crazy about them is they had a stranglehold on the playoff spot at 5-1. and one. Yeah. They lose five games in a row or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, they went from 5-1 and one to 5-7, and seven, and now they're 8-7. and seven. Yeah, it's just a, a crazy, crazy yeah. season. Kind of makes you think they should have just stuck with Mitch Trubisky the entire way. Uh, Foles was horrible. Awful. Awful. And Mitch has probably been, be done. Mitch has been better this time. Maybe Mitch needed the benching for whatever reason you'd like to give, but uh, he's looked good. Yeah. Maybe just maybe no matter what happens in that game against the Packers in Chicago on Sunday, maybe Mitch Trubisky saved everybody's job for another year. We, we uh good to hammer David Montgomery. Anytime touchdown scorer in this game. Of course. I think so. I too. mean, listen, the Packers, awesome. the Packers were stout against Derrick Henry, but they did give up a hundred yards to him. Tannehill, you know, kind of got some lucky touchdown and regression for him. Passes too. Like he yeah. get a receiving touchdown. Yep. So, I mean, you think they try to get Devontae Adams to 20 touchdowns? I mean, how could you not at least try? I would try. I mean, they try every week. It I mean, if it like. was me and Madden, he would have had 20 by week five. <laughs> they try but... They try to get him 20 touchdowns every week. Yeah, <laughs> it's, oh, God. Uh, what are you expecting from the Packers' backfield after the A.J. Dillon breakout, too? It doesn't look like we'll get Jamal Williams for this one. Uh, yeah, he's he's just going to be inactive. I mean, this is a this is a game the Packers have to win, so you'd imagine this is one they could potentially lean on Aaron Jones. They'll be scoreboard watching though with yeah. the Saints, I'd imagine. Yeah, but uh, it, it's just it's just tough to to say for sure that the Packers are weird like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I could, I mean, sure, it wouldn't surprise me at all if AJ Dillon got twenty five touches. Wouldn't surprise me if he got like six either. True, true. Speaking of those Saints, they play the Panthers in Carolina. Last four at 425 game. All of the 4 o'clock window games start at 425 uh, so that the, no game gets the head start at 405 uh, to prevent scoreboard tanking or whatever. The Panthers are really thin in this game. The McCaffrey's yeah. out. Mike Davis is doubtful. Uh, Robbie Anderson is questionable. So you can't play. You really can't play anybody no. on their offense. Uh, you wouldn't. You obviously wouldn't really start their defense against the Saints, although the Panthers' defense has actually been pretty awesome recently. Might be a good Manny Sanders week then is what that's sounding like to yeah, me. Yeah, I was thinking about plum picking him or, or scrolling down for him, whatever it is. But I, I like Manny yeah. Sanders this week in a, in a game the Saints have to win. Saints, Saints – all but I mean it's pretty much over under six touchdowns for Kamara this week. I was gonna say like <laughs> I, I I'm going under. If you gave me three, I'd probably still go under. <laughs> because here's the thing, I think like the Saints pretty much no matter what happens, the Saints are playing next week right. in the playoffs. Because of that, I don't think Kamara gets a full workload. I think we see a lot more Latavius Murray in this game to kind of keep themselves from over maybe a little straining back at quarterback. Probably okay. I mean, if they're gonna, I mean, if if this, what are the Panthers going to be able to do on offense? Uh, yeah, it could so be. you're right. It could that could be ugly. Yeah. All righty. So the Sunday night game, 
the six and nine Washington football team. Nice. Against the four, 10 and one Philadelphia Eagles who are eliminated from the playoffs. This has to be the first time since they started flexing this Sunday night game to be quote unquote, the game with the most playoff influence that a team that was mathematically eliminated is playing Sunday night. Yeah. This is an atrocity. Yeah. That's uh but we get to see Jalen hurts in prime time. That that should be fun. Looks like we'll get Alex Smith starting. Uh, Dwayne Haskins was cut. I think the day after uh, or the hour after we posted our Tuesday episode. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Washington. Appreciate yeah. that a lot. No kidding. Um, so we'll get Alex Smith. It looks like either him or Taylor Heineke. Washington wins. They get the AFC East. They get a home game. If they don't or if they lose, the winner of the Dallas Giants game wins the division. So I, don't I know. got the Cowboys winning the division. Jalen Jalen sneaks an upset and knocks would, Washington out. Jalen's got one chance. He's got one gun, bullet left in the barrel to prove that he should be the Eagles starter next week. I absolutely love it. I'll take the Eagles in this one. Cowboys beat the Giants, win the division, and all is right in Jerry world. And just get steamrolled by the Bucks. The Bucks <laughs> are going. I mean, it is. They might bench Brady in the second half of a playoff game <laughs> if for they the get, entire yeah. second half of a playoff game. I mean, if they get the Giants, I bet they'll be nervous because they played that game with them Monday night and it was yeah. ugly. He's just got, Brady's just got that bugaboo about him. He's just like, can I really? I think it's in his head for sure. Like, yes. Can I just what, what is it about the Giants? Like, <laughs> it's that one dude that you play and pick up basketball or, or flag football or, or whatever. in fantasy. Like, Why does this guy have my number? Like, yeah. Or in fantasy, that guy you just always lose to. Yeah. And he's like. Never makes the playoffs and like, but he always beats you. <laughs> yeah, I got so many people like that across my leagues. No matter what, that's well, because every in fifteen year. leagues. Yeah. yeah, you know, there's always one. Everything has its consequences. All right, now we get to talk about maybe the most exciting part of this week: the Ruts programming update. We are moving to Thursday only through the playoffs, and we will be counting down the top fifteen quarterbacks, the top ten tight ends the top 20 running backs, and the top 20 wide receivers of the year. We're going to talk about what led to them getting those positions. We're going to talk about how they look going forward into the year, and then we'll give you some previews of each game in the subsequent playoff rounds that are coming up. We're very excited for that. Um, we don't have a schedule yet because we wanted to do this with Tom in mind. Uh, so, you know, you could see uh, you could see quarterbacks and tight ends next week. You could see wide receivers. Who knows? Right. But you will get that. You will get the fantasy football awards before the end of the year. And of course, Super Bowl week, the Ruts boys going through the Super Bowl prop bet pool. We're so excited yes. to bring you the postseason of Ruts content. Uh, I know. I mean, obviously, in going into the season, it's my favorite time of the year. But I really do have a special spot in my heart for the ruts episodes that take place during the playoffs. Cause we kind of get to look back at the year. Cause you know, you get to week three or four. It's like, okay, I got to put my head down and get through this thing. Yeah. And exactly. now we're through it and we can take a look back at the glory. That was Scott. Do you have anything more to say about Stefan Diggs? I mean, come on. Is this guy, is this guy a first round pick next year? That would be the question According to you. And it's a, it, that, that was actually Tom that brought that up yeah. in, in our group chat that, and I don't know if he's a first round pick, but I'll tell you what, he ain't far off. He's he's got to be a top fifteen pick at this point. He's t he's a top five receiver next year, and he's not five. Fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred. Well, and he's still got a game to go. I yeah. mean, it's just an amazing game. And and don't don't let Diggs' amazing performance let lead you 
away from the fact that I started Jeff Wilson and he had 200 <laughs> yards and a touchdown because I will literally never forget that till the day I die. Even if I get dementia, that will it will not. This title in 2020 will not be taken Saturday, away. Saturday, December 26, 2020, the day Jeff Wilson saved Scott's life. <laughs> My hero. I tried, to buy, I tried to buy his jersey online. I couldn't find I'm it. I'm sure you did. <laughs> Give it some time, Scotty. Yeah, exactly. They Give just it some need, time. I wanted the Jeff Wilson Super Bowl version. <laughs> was he? I guess he. I don't know if he was active. I don't know. Not either. that it matters. He should have been. In our hearts, he'll, you'll, in your heart, he'll always be active. He'll always have a spot on starting. my roster. He'll always have a spot on my roster. Oh, my God. <laughs> So many performances like that this this week. I yeah, mean, unforgettable. Like one of the ones that's kind of flying under the radar, and that's why I kind of brought him up as my my payup this week is Mike Evans. Yeah, had twelve catches for like one hundred eighty, one hundred eighty and two touchdowns. Like yeah. he went absolutely bonkers. Tom Brady had a thirty burger and a half. Yeah, he was on pace to outscore Alvin Kamara with yeah. fifty four. Devontae Adams Sunday night goes for like forty five. Full PPR. There and then Josh Allen and Diggs. Josh Allen and Diggs went nuts. Basically. It was, un I mean, this is one of the better weeks uh, or championship weeks of fantasy football that I can ever remember. Me too. Yeah. Just great performances all over the place. You pretty much had to have two of those guys yeah. that went nuts to win. Even and if you had Camara, like, I got to say, like, in quite a few of my leagues, the guy who had Camara lost. It's crazy. Like, imagine crazy. that. Imagine getting 50 points on. Yeah, well, from your number one running back on the first game of the week in the losing. championship, and then you—I mean, the heartache. That I don't that know if have... I've ever made a fifty-five point comeback in fantasy football at any point, even if the guy had like four guys yeah. start and I had zero or something. I don't know if yeah. I've ever done that. Every, it was amazing. Every screenshot that I saw of like, check out what Josh Allen and Diggs just did for me, or We're whatever. Just, it just got crazier all and crazier. So epic. Or yeah. like Devon, like a guy that was down and his opponent was done, but he had Devonte Adams, yeah. and it's just oh god. We're going to do a lot more reminiscing like this Absolutely. in the year-end playoff rut specials. So stay tuned for that. Best of luck to those of you in the Stone Age playing in your Week 17 Fantasy Football Championships. Like I mentioned before, we will see everybody next Thursday. We're going to preview the wild card round, give you some daily fantasy picks for the playoffs. And maybe you guys have some playoff long leagues. Scott, you and I have been in a couple of those. We yep. absolutely love them. Yeah, they're fun. I got to try uh, and get so we'll, myself uh, into one. Yeah, we'll get you some we'll get you some advice on that as well. In the meantime, as always, keep scoring.